Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm Matt the Boner Golden. This week we're doing another trade swap. Yeah, that means that we are just giving each other another book to read. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's the other one's not familiar with. Nope, yeah. I disagree. I, I have read it's every book It's how we learn ever. and how we grow as individuals. You need to expand your mind by reading stuff you're not familiar with. Which for us just means comic books we haven't read yet. Yeah, I don't know that reading anything makes my mind grow. I'm I'm against science on that one. I I, I really don't think that. I mean, that might be science fiction. <laughs> I think that any time that I read anything, I get dumber. So you must be very well read. Boom, roasted. They're looking for the roast of Matt Golden, ladies and gentlemen. Oh shit! It'll be a one man roast. Oh my There'll be God. no laughter in the background. No, there. No. Well, I I will definitely play a laugh track after everything <laughs> you say. And some mild applause. Need some ooze. Joke get real low. Okay, so anyways, back on track. Uh, Matt, what did you want me to read that I read this past week? I wanted you to read the beautiful book by Rick Reminder with art by uh, Greg Ticini, who I believe is Italian. I'm probably wrong on that, but <laughs> I just feel he's like pulling he's that, Italian. Yeah. That name sounds Italian. Yeah, so. He sounds hairy and He was actually raised in the streets of Naples. The <laughs> Godfather was based off his life. I feel like he eats a lot of really good pizza. Oh, but the book is called Last American Crime. Uh, our last days of America. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Nailed it so far. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Best mm-hmm. podcast ever. You guys love us. And Rick Remender, we're obviously both huge fans of. We've mentioned I don't think we've done anything by, or, or covered anything by Remender on this Probably podcast not. before. But have, we're, uh, real quick, have you read, speaking of Rick Remender, have you read um, Fear Agent at all? Yeah, I've read Fear Agent, uh, which is great. We've uh, Okay, that's all I need to know. Thank you. Yeah. Moving on. That's we both, right, we both love Deadly now. Class. Stop talking. Uh, Stop talking. Nobody, you both love Black cares. Science. Nobody cares. Shut up. Shut your mouth. His run on the X-Force was fantastic. Agent Venom was great, too. I agree with all those, but I have not read Agent Venom. But I'm sure it's probably fine. <laughs> um, okay, so why did you pick this book, though, aside from our mutual love of Rick Remender? I just read it, like, two weeks ago. I've oh, had really? it for, since, uh, I've had it for, like, six, seven months. And just, just one of those books that you've, it's just always on your shelf, and you just keep pulling something else else off. And you're like, exactly. Yeah. I had stuff that I had to catch up on, yeah. and I finally caught up on a lot of shit. And I was and, reading a ton of comic books, and I was like, here we go. This seems like a, a good read. And, and this book is, is a self-contained series in itself. Yep. It's, and, like, six issues, yeah. and that's it. And I, I know you might feel the same way, but, like, when I have a self-contained series with a bunch of series I'm continually reading, I'm like, well, i got to read those first. Because the next book is going to be out yep. in five 100%. to six months. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a, speaking of that, like, there's a, a series that you recommended to me that I purchased. The book, it's not cheap, uh, The Filth by Grant Morrison, mm-hmm. and I, it's just been sitting on my shelf, staring at me in the face, <laughs> and I'm like, I really want to read you, but I'm not going to for a long time. It's very sad. I've That's... owned it for about the same. I think I got it actually when I got this book oh, really? six, seven months ago. And this one just was actually shorter. Yes, this is, is like six and this issues. This is a lot easier like to nine. understand, I'll say. And this was put out by Image uh, as well. Yeah, everybody yeah. needed to know that. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. Thanks a lot, Pendleton credit Nerd credit Man. Suit. Nobody cares. I'll, I'll take that Nobody gives man. a shit. Pendleton Nerd Man? I'm sure you Image cares. Pendleton Nerd Man? <laughs> yes, I do. Because that is a name that denotes power okay if you walk around with confidence your name is pendleton nerd man no one is going to step up to you in the streets okay 
they're just gonna murder you <laughs> from afar. That sounds like an origin story for a superhero. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. I've read maybe one too many comics, but let's get into the last days of American crime. Oh, uh, real quick, real quick. Um, I just want to say, and I'm sure we're gonna talk about it at some point. But the you guys, are, I'm sure, are all expecting it. But the new PlayStation Four game, Spider Man. Yes. Fantastic so far. Yes. I'm loving it. Yeah, it is great. We will talk. We'll have an episode about that eventually. Yeah, I just want you guys to know that we love it so far. Everything about it. I'm I'm dipping my my pen in the ink of Spider Man. Spider hyphen man. Spider hyphen man. Yeah. Yes. That that is what he prefers to be called. Yes, that is the respectful nomenclature for him. <laughs> so, last week was American Crime. Uh, Wait, I'll, did I read this one? I'll just say, like off the bat, like I did enjoy this book. Uh, it takes place in a world that's like ours, but in a world where there's some differences. For instance, like six American cities were dirty bombed. Uh, and so it's not quite a dystopian society, but it is a beat down, distraught America. An America that's made some changes to try and heal itself or and try and prevent what's happening again. But we don't get the bigger story. Those are all background pieces to try and world build and paint a portrait of what of why these characters have, might have these motivations. Uh, what do you think about the art in this book? I like the art a lot. Uh, There's a couple times where I thought it, for me anyways, it was a bit sloppy at points because uh, the action seemed kind of muddled, but there are other pages and panels that were absolutely beautiful. See, that's the thing that I both love and hate about Greg Ticini is his art is incredible. His big splashes are phenomenal, but there are definitely points when it's like very, very uh, muddled. Muddled is a great word for it. It's just kind of, it almost looks sloppy. Like, you know, it's not, and you know he is intending to do everything that he is, and he's fitting as much as he can in a given panel for its size. And sometimes too, that can be like because like the colors, because sometimes when you ink a page, sure, uh, it, sure. Looking, it can look fantastic. And and sometimes just the vision doesn't line up for a single panel. But like like you said, the splash pages were beautiful. This book for the single issues, and they have them in the trade at the end, has a bunch of covers by Alex Malief, who's one of my favorite artists, uh, a frequent collaborator with Brian Michael Bendis too. Um, let me just say that anytime that you see this man's uh, art, you know it instantly. Yeah, I agree. It's he has a very not, distinct style. It, he really does. It's not something that you're like, oh, who whose artwork is this? You have to think about it for even a second. Instantly, you recognize who the artist is. He does fantastic work. I absolutely love it. I can't recommend it highly enough. Some of it is um, maybe not big enough for my liking. Maybe I'd like it to be a little longer. I think that's more to do with... Um, the writer than, than the artist here. Uh, I I think that he's one of the, the best out there. I think probably top 10. Yeah, I, I agree I with mean, that. I yeah. mean, it doesn't seem like anybody's near, anybody else is, is super, super close to that. I'm sure I could, I could name off five artists that are like better. Yeah. But he's, he's easily top 10. Uh, I would say too. So, back to the actual story nope, itself. No, we're now. not talking about yeah. the story. We're just we're, talking about the art. We have talked, Way too much about art. It's making me uncomfortable. No, sh- no shut, yeah. shut, shut your hole. Um, but the book opens with the main character who is called Rory for a bunch of the book. Uh, sees him with a man in the bathtub pouring gasoline over him and essentially torturing him for writing him out. And he's older, I want to say. Like, I want to say he's probably like in like his 
maybe early 50s, late 40s, would you say? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, but he's, like, grizzled older. Like, someone who's been through it all. Still hits the gym every day. Still gets his nutrient supplements. Only eats avocado toast and other power foods. He looks kind of like Bruce Willis with hair. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, I would say that. Uh, probably a little more, like... I would say, like... Like, I picture him, like... A little more, like, kind of scarred in the face. Like, more aware on his face. Like, he's really experienced and lived the world. Like if Edward James almost uh, was on Bruce Willis's body? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's a perfect description. And that is a beautiful person right there. That is a horrid, horrid, scarred-up man. But it opens up... After he goes, we, he goes to a dive bar. And it opens up a lot. Like, at least to me, like, a classic, like, noir, noir film. Uh, you see him in the bar. A beautiful dame walks in wearing a red dress. And she is nothing but trouble. Yeah, and then he bangs her. Boom, roasted. Yeah, in the bathroom. Uh, and she's able to check off uh, sleeping with the loser off her list. And then we later find out that she is the girlfriend of the guy that he was waiting for for a crime he's looking to commit. Yeah, he is a felon, I imagine. He's probably a felon. Yeah, he. they're all felons. Like It seems like in this world, that like your criminal record is much more strict and well-known and easily found out by people as well. Uh, and crossing the line can get you in bigger trouble, uh, it seems. Like, this is all, like, kind of vagueish world-building. I'm sure if you deep plotted a lot of detail, that would become, like, more clear. But as you read it, it just seemed that, like, he was on parole or something similar to it and committing a crime uh, would put him in more dire straits. Yeah, so the vague plot of, of this book is crime is about to be... Um, outlawed to the point where if you commit a crime you'll be shocked or killed in some way that's to do with technology something like that right so crime isn't going to be possible anymore um so this dude rory is going out to commit one last heist so it's like a a one last heist book instead of a movie like you get that oh we're going to go pull off the perfect crime it's going to be the last one that we'll ever have to do also spoilers for this in the next book we talk about. Oh, yeah, I guess, whatever. You nailed that pretty yeah. quick on Yeah, it was probably for the first time we did it right away. No. Yeah, I'm proud we of us. Done, we've done it so much quicker before. Yeah, this is our best yet. No, this is probably like, this isn't even top 10 for us. Top 20? Uh, top 5. You're not on your game right top now. Top 3. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but essentially the other people and the boyfriend that we met, uh, he's more... Well, I got his role as more of like the inside, not the inside man, but the enforcer and the man with the skills once they got inside. Uh, the girl that he slept with is actually part of the team as well. She's the hacker because the heist is actually a digital heist in a sense because money will be transferred on these cards uh, that are untraceable and seem to have like an untraceable amount of money on there as well, too. Have you ever seen the movie A Fish Called Wanda, Alex? I have. This is basically the plot of that with like one less dude. <laughs> <laughs> This is essentially a fish called Wanda yeah. with one less man. Now I kind of watch a fish called Wanda, to be honest with you. I just watched it the other day again, and it's... <laughs> or is fantastic. it just on your mind? Yeah. I, Are you seeing a fish called Wanda and everything? I can't stop thinking about You're the like, movie of fish called I just Wanda. watched There Will Be Blood, you know what? That's a blue lot. It's really just a fish called Wanda. It's a remake of it. <laughs> yep, every movie is a fish called Wanda. Moonlight is easily the darkest version of a fish called Wanda. <laughs> um... But I don't want to go into the ending and spoil it. Uh, I will say it does kind of have that, like that classic noir ending to it. And it is, it, it gets real dark and then it gets kind of heartwarming. And like I enjoyed it. 
Um, it's a very cliche crime book. But this is like, I want to say, like, I'm glad this was only six issues. I'm glad it wasn't, it tells, it has good story arcs for the protagonist. And you get a real sense of who all of the people in the heist are. It's not one of those that would benefit from an 8 or a 10 or a 12 issue series. I think yeah. 6 is plenty. Yeah, I, I thought it was perfectly well done. Uh, and being a self-contained story. Uh, so what would you give this on a scale of 1 to 10? I like this book. I'll give it a 7. Yeah, I think 7 is right about there. It's not my favorite Remender work uh, at all. But it's like everything else I've read by him. It's certainly worth reading. I like a lot of... Uh, Crime comic books. Um, I do a lot of the reading for the uh, the criminal series, which is Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. They do a fantastic job. Alex and I both just finished up the Killer Be Killed series. Uh, if you're looking for anything crime related and you want something that's an eight or a nine or a ten in that genre, that's the shit that you should check out. This is still good yeah. and worth a read. But I think those guys are, are definitely Yeah, it depends like if you want like a shorter read, I would go with Life of Mary Crime something that you can just read like in an hour. Yeah, if you're um, looking for something super self contained. If you want to start a series, out. yeah, I think Criminal is a great recommendation. Really anything by Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Well those criminals are, are all self contained. Uh, as well. that's true too. If you want like an ongoing series, I recommend Hundred Bullets by Brian Azarello, which is a fantastic crime series. Yes, that's one I haven't read that I've heard. I mean it's it's one of the like the premier books. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to what I picked out for you to read. Uh, I chose Moon Knight, specifically the Warren Ellis uh, and Declan Shavley run. Yeah, they intended only to be a six-issue run, uh, which was continued later on by, by other gentlemen. Uh, let me give you a little bit of background about my uh, my Moon Knight knowledge here. <laughs> uh, and Alex, you probably actually know this, but you, might, you may have forgotten. Um, once upon a time... There was a beautiful uh, Black Friday sale at a wonderful web retailer called Barnes & Noble. I went and picked up the first two trades of this beautiful series, Moon Knight. And I was like, oh yeah, here we go. It's going to be great. Can't fucking wait to learn about this new character that I've never read before. <laughs> and I grabbed two trades by different people that are not related to each other. Do you remember... Which who they what series they were who what were what runs they were? I can guarantee you I could go to my local uh, half price books where I went and sold them <laughs> because I was so salty at myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I picked up two trades from two entirely different runs. That's good. That's, That's really the best place to start. I didn't even read one of them because I was so mad at myself. So I pick. I, I'm a massive Warren Ellis fan, and just like it's weird because like both like Warren Ellis and Recommender are huge comic book writers and Matt and I are both ha- fans of both of them. We this are both f- also huge comic book writers. Yes. <laughs> this is the first time that we've uh, covered anything by Warren Ellis on the podcast too. Is it really? Yeah. You're a liar. Yeah. You're a dirty. I mean, I am, but liar. not in this case. <laughs> uh, and Warren Ellis uh, and Declan Shalvey have worked on injection, uh, an image book that I think was three trades, uh, 18 issues or 15 issues. I want to say that was really good. That just wrapped up too. Not long yeah. Ago. But I, I mean, I think this was even better. Uh, it was beautiful. It's a, it's basically a six individual issues that don't really tie in together whatsoever. I, I kind of thought of them more as vignettes. Yeah, they're loosely connected. Yeah, well, that's even, that's even kind of like the the biggest stringing it out a little bit. I don't know that you could even say they're loosely connected. The biggest connection part. is that this is where. Uh, Moon Knight got introduced as Mister Knight. With you see him in the suit. 
and just the sleek mask with like no hood and cape. Not to say that Warren Ellis doesn't pay homage to his roots at all, but that very stylish, clean look with the limousine and the uh, crescent flying, uh, I don't know, whatever you call that thing, flying drone uh, is introducing this to. I thought of this as as much of a crime book as Last Days of American Crime that I gave to you. I thought of this equally as, as a crime book. And it has six different, very unique tales that I thought absolutely trumped what I gave to you. And I almost felt embarrassed. <laughs> the art wasn't spectacular. It wasn't I'm actually a really big fan of, like, this was one of the, like, it was, it was good. I like Declan's art a lot. And I think one thing about this book, especially, like, not so much in the first uh, issue, but in later issues, the color by Jordy Beller uh, does some fantastic things. Because Moon Knight, obviously, is wears a white suit and you have that black outline. So it's, it has this very minimalized, uh, almost like absent status to his style. And so he did a great job with where to include color, how bright to make it, how dark to make it. Well, the color and the art are two different things. And some people who are listening to this uh, will agree and some people will probably have no idea. But color is a huge part of the art. Uh, if you have shitty, shitty art, you might have fantastic color and it might make things work. It- you might have shitty color, and it can totally ruin fantastic art. Now, Jordi Belair is, in my mind, one of the top three to five colorists that are out there right now. And I know, again, I'm, I'm going into art and color, and we're not a visual medium here. I can't wait for Matt's bonus podcast where he talks about his top five colorists. Oh, It's just yeah. him by himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me quietly muttering <laughs> while my girlfriend's cooking in the background uh, and saying, hey, do you want... You want hot sauce on yours? Jordy Breller. Jordy Breller. That'll be our most productive podcast yet. More brighter colors. Brighter colors. So, I mean, I obviously love the series. Like I'm, like I mentioned earlier, Mass Warren Ellis fan, but I still love that he dips back into the Marvel universe uh, and works with. I would say like beloved characters, but he likes to bring these third tier characters and make them first tier status with his storytelling. He, he single-handedly brought Moon Knight back. Yeah, Moon Knight was uh, started again. Yeah, there was because of this series. Yeah, I was going to say there was a two-year dip. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis had his run on Moon Knight. The, the last I want to say maybe eighteen issues. And Jeff Lemire did. Uh, and then Lemire yeah. was after. Yeah, it went. But Matt's right is that Warren Ellis's run was so well done, so well received that they just kept churning out Moon Knight series. Album pretty good. Uh, Brian Wood wrote. A little stint on it after Warren Ellis and then Colin Bunn. And then Jeff Lemire had a fantastic Moon Knight run. Because you've read these. I haven't. I've only read the Warren Ellis bit. Are they all vignettes like this or do they have a continuing story arc? The rest of them have a continuing story arc. I remember uh, on Colin Bunn's there are some vignette styles. And even on Woods there's a little bit. Uh, But I would say they're they're not. I would say they're definitely more connected than the Warren Ellis' run. This book was beautifully um, violent, yes. I, w- I would say. Uh, I think my favorite was a uh, the third or the fourth uh, story in this one, where he ends up fighting ghost punks. Yes, which is uh, pretty awesome. Which is really cool. And it's it's beautiful and sad and heartbreaking and, and wonderful all, in the, all at the same point. But at one point, there's just this wonderful art. And it's it's beautifully told because of... Warren Ellis is writing. Uh, Moon Knight finally gets the ability to uh, fight people who are ghosts because he couldn't at first, and they were just beating the shit out of him. 
And at some point, he just punched like the the instant he gets yeah. the ability to, uh, and he punches a ghost in the face. The ghost face just shatters, and it's disgusting and beautiful. And it's like, holy shit. And it's so cool, too, because, like, when he's fighting ghosts, it's because he bought something that he didn't even know that he bought because uh, Mark Spector uh, is a millionaire, billionaire. And his armor that he wore, like, it looked just like Noshu, the god that he believes gave him his abilities and powers, even though he doesn't have any abilities and powers. Some of my favorite moments in the series are when he's interacting with this god that may or may not exist. Yeah. And, like, this actually is my favorite lines of all time. Uh, it's in the first issue, whenever he's confronting that S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who's been mutilating people and taking their body parts, and the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent tells that he's going to kill him. Uh, and Moon Knight says, I've died before, it was boring, so I stood up. Like, I thought that was a fantastic line. I thought that was really kind of cheesy, bro. Uh, please. That's pretty amazing. I thought it was kind of cheesy, dog. Uh it was probably the greatest line of fiction of all time. No, you're yeah. so wrong and you're so stupid. Yeah, it goes, I died before, and after that, it goes, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. <laughs> A distant third is Call Me Ishmael. Uh, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, it was actually about the truth. And then number so four is basically tied with all the Ramona Quimby series. And after that, we're going to have to go with the Wayside Stories for Way... Or, ah, fuck it. You lost everybody yeah. that's listening... Uh, Not even one person out there is like, yeah, I feel yeah. you. Uh, trust me, Ramona Quimby is going to come back any day now. Uh, if you just heard that weird noise, that was my beer hitting the mic. My bad. My That's bad the scene. kind of behind-the-scenes look you get here at Hinchman of Comics. <laughs> so, was the punk vignette your favorite vignette out of them? I think so. Um, that first one, like you were talking about, where there's like a serial killer on the loose, yeah. that was really neat. I've uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, the My Favorite Murder podcast. Um, and you're like, this is what crime fighting should be. Yeah, this is how yeah. you should catch all serial murderers. Why Why don't we have more people like this? I will say, like, after that first issue, uh, I was like, all right, that settles it. Moon Knight is better than Batman. Yeah. He wears white, so they know he's coming. He doesn't hide in the shadows like a coward like Batman. Yeah, that was something that, that really got my dick hard, was <laughs> this dude wears all fucking white. If you don't know about Moon Knight, he dresses in an all-white suit. And an all-white mask. And when people are like, you know that people can see you coming? He's like, yeah, I want them to see me coming. Yeah. And he's like, it makes my dick hard. Well, I don't know. That might have been in the <laughs> unedited version before the Marvel editors got to it. was like, Warren, we, uh, we uh, can't say this. <laughs> this is not a uh, it's not a Vertigo book. Agree to disagree. He definitely said, this makes my dick hard. I think you might have some version of DID if you're just <laughs> seeing panels that aren't there. Uh, this is fantastic. I, I really enjoyed it. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's only six issues. And not only that, I was given this assignment from Alex two days ago. I decided to, he told me it was short, so I read it on my lunch break today. I read it on my fucking lunch break today. It's that short, and I, the whole time I was just blown away. So what would you give this on a scale of 1 to 10? This is definitely, um, an 8.89. I'm going to give this like a 9 out of 10. I think this is a near perfect run. If it's, you rank this above an 8.89, you are <laughs> clinically challenged. Like, there's I mean, something wrong I with be. you. Uh, that, like, I was in a meeting at work the other day, and the person in the meeting, like, at first, like, asked us to, like, rate the meeting. 
And I was like, well, that was like a 7 out of 10. Like, it was fine. It was good. And, like, afterward, they're like, well, really, we're shooting for an 8 out of 10. <laughs> oh, yeah. dang it. Yeah, I'm so close. Yeah. Well, anyway. Are you serious, though? Like, that? Yeah, yeah. What? Who does that? So, go read Boon Knight. Go read The Last Days of American Crime. Uh, if you read Warren Ellis' Moon Knight, you'll probably want to go and read other versions of it. Uh, I recommend Jeff Lemire's run, which I thought was fantastic. If you want a kind of a different version of Moon Knight, you can read uh, Brian Michael Bendis' run on Moon we Knight. We didn't mention that you can read this Moon Knight on Marvel Unlimited. Yes. That's where it's at. It's a Marvel comic. Yeah, yeah it's been out for a few years. It's so. super fucked yeah. up and dark, and it's on Marvel. Yeah, and we enjoy, kids. barely spoiled any of it, and there's so many fantastic surprises. And what's great about Ellis He's one of those great writers that doesn't feel the need to load every panel with 100 words for each speech balloon. He lifts the art tell the story, too. Yeah, there were two or three of these books where it's way more action than there are words. Yeah, and it works. Yep. I read it all in like 35, 40 minutes. Well, next week we'll be getting to Season 2 of Iron Fist on Netflix. But as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Uh, give us an uh, Instagram follow or a look. We're definitely posting way more stuff on Instagram than Facebook. Uh, we're keeping up with our Twitter. So follow us there, too. For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Eschbeck. And I'm motherfucking Moon Knight. Henchman ain't easy. <laughs>